What is going on, y'all? I'm back on my podcast, and I got some more stuff I want to get into today, man. I want to talk about these GMs, man, and drafting. So, a two-in-one special. You don't get too many of those. I want to talk about what's life like as a GM. You know, when I look at the GMs, and I'm looking at it from the outside perspective, when I see the GMs, I'm like, you know, it's not that hard to scout talent. And I want to give a special shout-out to my cousin, he explained it to me. He said, it's not really hard to really scout talent because talent, if you know your talent, you got to look at the conference that they're at sometimes. You got to look at who they play. That's why a lot of D2 schools don't really get that look because they think, oh, they're playing against lesser talent. Sometimes, which is true. But then also they got to remember a lot of the Hall of Fame is made off of D2 talent and HBCUs. You know, I talked about it before in my uh, podcast, you know, last podcast, uh, give HBCUs a chance. And, you know, it's not hard to really scout talent. And I want to specifically talk about my Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, GM, Eric DeCasso, and uh, Ozzie Newsom. Y'all make it so hard to draft wide receivers. It's not that hard. Wide receivers is probably one of the easiest positions to look at. Because they don't have that much of a responsibility other than catch the football, run good routes, and do they have decent speed? Like, when I look at the NFL draft right now receivers, Jamar Chase is the best receiver because he has the most talent. He can run routes. He's been doing it for a long time, and he's done it so well at the highest level. Look at the the championship game when it was Joe Burrow versus uh, Trevor Lawrence. He put on a show. He put on, Jamar Chase put on a show. Everybody thought that, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson was the best receiver on the team. Nah, it was Jamar Chase because Jamar Chase was hungry. He wanted to show everybody in the in the NFL and in the world that he was the best receiver. That could nobody be on his level. And his own teammate was on his team. And he was nowhere near the level that he was. That's why I was telling people all the time. Jamar Chase is the, is it. He's that dude. I'll give you another one. Um, uh, Jalen Waddle. Everybody think of, you know, the uh, Devontae Smith. No, uh, Jalen Waddle is the fastest. got the best hands. He's pretty good on that team. Uh... Who else? Uh, uh, Rashad Bateman. Uh, Jonathan Adams. Jonathan Adams is a big body, tough receiver. When I think of him, I think of Julio Jones and Anquan Bowden. Big body receivers, even though uh, Anquan Bowden didn't have that much speed, but he could ball out. Yeah, Justin Jefferson didn't play, you know, in the 2019. I think he didn't really play in the 2020 season. I think he sat out or he was either hurt. Um, but that 2019 season, he balled out. This man had 20 touchdowns, 1,780 yards. He was killing that season. And can't nobody else tell me different. When I look at that 2019 season, I saw I saw a man amongst boys. He was doing his thing. He was dominating on a level I haven't seen a receiver really dominate in a long time. And I'm proud of him. But back to, you know, being the GM. It's not hard to scout talent. 
It's not hard. These are the things you need to look at. Technique, work ethic, and dog. And when I say dog, I mean dog. Do you got that dog in you? Do you got that ability to say, I'm going to go get mines. I'm going to go put the team on my back, and I'm going to go get it. Can't nobody guard me at any position. Trevor Lawrence, he got that dog in him. Justin Fields, he got that dog in him. Jamar Chase, oh, he got that dog in him. Uh, what's his? Uh, Devontae Smith, he got that dog in him. Them corners, that corner from LSU, uh, certain, he got that dog in him. Like, that corner from Virginia Tech, he got that dog in him. The corner from South Carolina Central, Oh, yeah, you got that dog in him. You got to have that dog in you, especially when you play receiver. Every pass that's thrown in your way, you have to say, man, it's mine. I'm going to get it. Ain't nobody going to stop me. I don't care if they put the whole U.S. Army on to guard me. I'm getting open. And that's how I think a lot of these GMs need to start looking at technique, work ethic, and do they got that dog in it? Technique can involve certain things. How do you read the playbook? Are you studying? Are you putting in the work? Work work ethic. Are you working out when you're not even asked to? Your first thing, you eat, sleep, and breathe the gym. Sometimes you can be in there from an hour, put in a good hour. Nobody's saying you got to be in the gym all day because you can also get hurt from just being in the gym all day. You need to give your body a rest. And that dog. The un that willingness to say I'm gonna go get what I want. I'm gonna go do what I need to do. Do you got that dog in? And that's how I think the Ravens are missing at the receiver position. They don't have a receiver that say I'm that dude. Give me the damn ball, Lamar Jackson. Give me the ball. I see it in our tight ends, Mark Andrews. He got that dog in him. I see it in J.K. Dobbins. He got that dog in him. I see it in our defense. I see it in uh, Marcus Peters. He got he had that dog in him when he got into the league and when he was in college. Uh, of course, Marlon Humphrey. He got that dog in him. Deshaun Elliott. He got that dog in him. When Justin Jefferson got into the league, he showed people I got that dog in me. Uh, Jerry Judy. He got that dog in him. It all you have to look at these three things to determine whether a player is good or not. And sometimes it does it does sometimes GM, sometimes you just need to go past the people that sit on the bench. Don't always pick up players because they're in a big conference and because they sit on the bench that they're good. No. Pick a player that was dominant from the time he got there to the time he's leaving. And each player I name has worked their butt off to get where they are. Ravens, this is what I need you to do. Once you look at these three things, it will determine, it will tell you everything you need to know as far as a receiver. It's not that hard to pick a receiver. Do he got that dog in him? Do he work, or do he work, have a good work ethic? Do he have a good technique? And for a receiver, I'm explaining to you. Good technique. Does he break down the defenders at the line of scrimmage? Is he able to stop and go? 
Is he able to do every route treat other than the nine route, which is the scene? Can he run a post? Can he run a slant? Can he run a down and out? Can he run a five and in? Can he run a out? Can he run a curl? Can he run a drag? Can he run a fade? You should be able to do all those routes instead of just running, just thinking your speed is what's going to take you there. No, it's not. Workout. Okay, you come into the NFL, you need to put on a little weight because you're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. You got to work on everything you need to work on. How to improve my foot speed. How to improve my hands. You should be able to catch a football. You're getting paid to catch a football. That's all you need to do. You know when you come to the Ravens, you got to block. Man, you think Michael Irvin complained about blocking? No. He did it because he knew he was going to get the ball later. Uh, That dog. Michael Irvin got that dog. Jerry Rice invented the dog. Anquan Bolden got the dog. Like, you got to have these three things in order to succeed at any position. That's short and to the point. GMs, all you have to do is look for these three things, and it will determine whether a player is good or not. Sometimes it takes a little longer. but how, And it's a, a real question is, how long are you willing to wait? Me, if I draft you in the first round at any position, you are should be a guaranteed starter unless there's a Hall of Fame on one side and I'm going to put you on the other side. You're guaranteed to start because you got a big contract coming up. You got a big contract. You're getting first-round money. You should be able to dominate as soon as you get on get on the field. And that's just, you know, some, some of these players, Ravens from that one, draft receivers from the SEC, please. That's where the big top best corners are. If that receiver is dominating in the SEC, then he deserves to be drafted to the NFL. He does. And people keep telling me, Jimmy, why are you so hard on the Ravens? Because I know what the Ravens are, what the Ravens' worth is. I know that the Ravens can be one of the best teams in NFL history. They already have the one of the greatest defenses of all time that will never be duplicated, replicated, or even mimicked in NFL history. The closest thing, probably, will probably be the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe. Well, no, I'm sorry, the 85 Bears. The 2,000 Ravens is better than the 85 Bears. It's better than any other team you could think of as far as the defensive end. They held teams to, like, minimum three points sometimes. Sometimes it was a shutout. But, yeah. It's like, why you – and then another team – my friends keep telling me, Jimmy, why you don't like Zach Wilson? When it comes to the draft, this is what I think. And this brings me back to my other topic, the draft. Justin Fields is a great quarterback for what he did in college. He did good. He did good. And here's why he did good. Justin Fields was dominating teams all in his conference. All of them. All of them. There wasn't a team out there I didn't see Justin Fields didn't dominate. He dominated every team, except for when he went up against Clemson the first time and then when he went up against Alabama this past season. Yeah. Justin Fields shows me he plays. To me, he reminds me of a Deshaun Watson. He does. I think of a Deshaun Watson. 
And people have so many questions about Justin Fields. I don't see them have those same questions about, you know, BYU BYU quarterback and uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson played nobody this season. Nobody. Nobody. He ain't played nobody. They was like, well, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, I'm, not, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He balled out. He had 33 touchdowns this season, but they played against nobody. Like, I didn't hear, let me be honest, I didn't hear his name until the end of the season. They told me he was eighth in the Heisman. Oh, I didn't hear anything. And here's, yeah, he had 3,692 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Good numbers. He's a good good quarterback. I mean, he's 6'3", 210. Not bad. I mean, they won. Every game was a blowout, but they ain't play against nobody, really. First game, they beat, you know, and I'm not going to keep throwing numbers at y'all. I mean, University of Central Florida, it don't make no noise to me. Last time I think they were good is when they had what uh I forgot his name, Blake Bortles. Never been good since. Like, I think it should be no it should be no other quarterbacks other than Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence that we should be taken in the first round. Shouldn't. But because all these teams need quarterbacks, these quarterbacks are gonna be taken in the first round. If there was only like two teams taking quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence would be the only two taken in the first round. Everybody else would be taken later, maybe the second, third, even fourth round. Each quarterback has something to prove next season. Justin Fields basically is going to ask, and they asking the same questions they asked Lamar Jackson. Uh, would you change positions? Well, let me ask you something. Would you ask that of Matt Jones? Did you ask of that of Zach Wilson? No, you didn't. So why would you ask for him? This man was in the Heisman race. This man went to the playoffs and performed at a high level. The man came back, beat Clemson. And yes, he did lose to Alabama. But a lot of teams lost to Alabama. So there's no reconcile there. And... Mac Jones, you had a whole team of two receivers. Maybe half of your team will be going in the first round. Two receivers, a corner, and a center. So, yeah. Um, when I think of Mac Jones, I think of Tua Tagovailoa. Because both of them had... Track tar players, good players surrounding them, which made them even look even better. So we're going to see. I'm not going to be upset about it. I just think people just really need to think about what they're saying and really take in consideration that you have all these questions for Justin Fields. Do you have these questions for Zach Wilson, Trey Lance? Trey Lance, who played what? Three, maybe two and a half, two and a half seasons. First season didn't give him that much time to play. Then the season after that, 
No, went sixteen and zero the season after that. Played a, like maybe two games, and then that was it. They shut it down. Uh, Mac Jones had a good season too. Did finish. Um, was in the Heisman race. Not saying he's not good. I'm just saying, you know, I would like to see him in a situation where he don't have that many, that much talent on his team.